0: Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by The Oregonian and Oregon Live, dedicated to the adventure and exploration
1: of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Jim Ryan. And together we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region. Discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And today we are taking you to some of the most and least popular state parks in the state of Oregon. That's right, Jim. It is time once again to dig through the annual
0: visitor counts provided by the Oregon Parks and Recreation Department, which show us which parks saw huge crowds of people last year and which remained relatively empty. Mm-hmm. So the latest ranking of most and least popular state parks is a little bit different this time around because 2020 was a little different, uh, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, before we get too far into it, there's a question about how these... Numbers come to be. So just to be clear, um, this is not necessarily hitting a little uh, counter every time someone walks into a park. Um, It is, uh, they have, uh, they track the number of cars that go into the parking areas for these parks. And some number of years ago, they uh, estimated the average number of people per vehicle. So they are imperfect for telling the exact number of people in parks, but what they're really good at telling you is what trends look like year to year. And if we're looking at the trend last year, boy, was there a difference.
1: Uh, Yeah, Jamie, uh, I think all we've been talking about all, well, we talk about a lot of things, I suppose. But one of the things we talk about, one of the things that a lot of people talk about is how busy scenic areas throughout the Northwest are and how much the growth continues year over year. And for the first time in several years, we had a downturn in 2020 for reasons we can all imagine a downturn in state parks visitation last year. Yeah.
0: I mean, again, some of those reasons are pretty obvious. Um, Parks were closed for like a month or two. Um, People were not uh, totally secure and safe visiting uh, these areas. Um, you know, and you didn't have the, the out of state, out of, uh, country tourism that normally really boosts some of this, this park visitation. So obviously that was offset by some people who were really staying local and going to some of these places. Um, but still we saw a huge downturn. So to give you an idea last year, there was, uh, just fewer than 43 million people visiting state park day use areas, which was a 14% decline from 2019 And uh, just under 2 million people who stayed overnight at a campground, which is a 35% decline from the previous year. That's pretty big. I mean, those are still big numbers of people, but that is a huge decline from where we were
1: at. Of course. I mean, it's hard to even uh, kind of conceptualize how many people that really is. But 14%, 35%, those are significant downturns. Obviously, uh, a downturn in tourism generally. Uh, We're talking fewer folks coming from out of state or out of country. Not to forget about wildfires, which put (laughs) presumably a very significant damper on uh, travel to Oregon State Park properties and uh, this little thing called uh, Jamie COVID-19 that really uh, did a number. So, uh, you know, I guess ultimately before we dive too much, is this surprising or indicative of a larger trend to you?
0: I don't, I don't think so. This, yeah. this to me seems like a, a one-off situation. Um, some of these things, uh, like you said, wildfires are, are going to be uh, a more, more persistent issue as we move uh, forward here. And, um, also winter storms. Uh, last year we had some pretty brutal winter storms that came through, uh, on the coast and in the gorge in particular. And um, we had several parks that were closed just due to storm damage. So if you look at Cape Lookout, for example, the trail that connects um, the Cape Lookout main trail um, to the campground, that's going to be closed for like a couple of years due to winter storm damage. Uh, And if you have enough parks that are closed like that, then you're going to get more trends like this. But overall, the parks that people visit a lot, they're still visiting a lot.
1: Yep. And they're going to continue visiting a lot. Uh they're <laughs> yes. popular for a reason. So all of this is to say with the context of we don't expect kind of long-term a dip in park visitation. The parks are still popular. They're still busy and folks are going to continue to enjoy them at we would have to imagine increasing rates in the future mm-hmm. once we emerge from The COVID-19 pandemic, of course. So, uh, Jamie, it is still fun though. I get a kick out of diving into the least and most popular Oregon State Park properties to visit. Uh, and I don't know. Why don't we, uh, what do you want to do? Start with the least or most?
0: Let's, let's do what everyone wants to hear the most, which is the least popular parks. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> deal for Is a tongue twister of sorts um, Yeah. okay so let's do five and maybe a couple notable yeah. ones here so yeah uh you want to do the honors
0: yeah and just to be clear I, I put up a couple of posts about this that are the um 20 least popular and the 20 most popular obviously that's a lot to go into so we'll just stick with the bottom five and the top five as it were for these these parks and uh yeah let's dive right in here so it comes to least popular parks Coming in at number five, least popular, is a place called Winchuck State Recreation Site. You familiar with this one, Jim?
1: Uh, I can't say that I am. This is uh, this is the kind of Achilles heel of doing the least mm-hmm. popular is like, mm-hmm. oh boy. All right, we're going to call these out, but also I can't say that I'm one of the uh, 12,264 folks who visited <laughs> Winchuck State Recreation Site last year. Yeah, this is, um,
0: you know, it's, it's a kind of a strange little site. So I, I didn't know about it until I went and visited, uh, Chrissy Field, which is a beach on the Oregon, California border, uh, there on the southern Oregon coast. And Winchuck State Recreation Site is just on the north side of the creek that leads into Chrissy Field. So it's a small little kind of bonus recreation area. Uh, so obviously getting fewer people there. Um, and I believe this one is also one of these ones uh, that was closed for a while due to lack of staffing um, or other various reasons that parks were closed over the last year.
1: Jamie, I'm I'm looking up right now uh, whether I have actually been to Winchuck State Recreation Site. I have been very very close, <laughs> and I I think I may actually. I don't know. It's tough to say. Uh moving on to the uh well, how, how do you even word it? Fourth least popular. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, that, that not uh the best uh verbiage there for me, but down 35% from uh the previous year, the Ukiah Dale Forest State Scenic Corridor in yeah. Northeast Oregon. Uh Jamie, 11,976 visitors approximately in the year 2020
0: yeah it is uh one of these really really remote parks so this is going to be over in northeast oregon it's right off the highway of us 395 um outside of the town of ukiah it's for i guess the next closest larger town is probably baker city so if you're in baker city and you go due northwest you will eventually get to ukiah dale forest this is a state scenic corridor where there is um You know, I've not been there myself, but it appears there's some nice area to do some picnicking, to, you know, check out a nice little creek side uh, area, uh, maybe do some fishing, that sort of thing. Uh, If you're in the area, maybe a nice spot to stop off for a pit stop, but not a lot of people apparently choosing to do that.
1: Not a lot at all. Moving through to number three. Uh, This one kind of strikes me as a surprise, and I I suspect, Jamie, that there's a reason for this specifically. Manhattan Beach State Recreation Site on the Oregon coast, I believe that is uh, just north of Rockaway Beach, had Mm -hmm. 88% fewer visitors than the year before. Down to, uh, let's see, geez, a little under 11,500 folks visiting. Uh, What gives, Jamie? This is
0: another one of the situations where, uh, you know, smaller coastal state park, they, you know, appear to have not had the staff to keep it open um, for during COVID when they had a bunch of big uh, budget cuts. So uh, Manhattan Beach was closed for a while and therefore it didn't get a lot of people. I don't expect this to stay this low on the list next year. Yeah. Um, I, I don't expect any coastal parks at all to stay this low. They are, you know, if if there's ocean beach, there's going to be people that go there. But this is a great, you know, sort of under the radar spot. If you're looking for somewhere to go off in the beach that you've never been to before, I love Manhattan Beach for that.
1: There you go. Uh, And yeah, like we said, like you said, rather, don't expect it to hang along on the bottom of this list for long. Uh, Jamie, the next one here, number two, Golden and Silver Falls State Natural Area. And uh, tossing the big asterisk, uh, which I'm drawing with my finger in the sky here as we speak, this is not Silver Falls State Park, which is <laughs> one of the most popular here in the state of Oregon. This is the southwest Oregon in the coast range, 10,344 approximate visitors, down 45% year over year. I'm
0: going to say if you're going to visit like any of the least popular parks... This is one you should go check out. Um, I've been to Golden and Silver Falls. It is, uh, down this far in the list because it is kind of a pain to get to. It is out there. Mm. Um, and it is a long, winding drive to get there. But once you get there, there's a couple of waterfalls, Golden Falls and Silver Falls, as the name uh, indicates, that are really, really cool. Um, pretty good, uh, tall waterfalls. You can hike to the top of one of them. Um, very cool spot. If you're down there on the southern Oregon coast, um, kind of around in that area um over by um, Coos Bay. This is a great spot to check out. I highly recommend it.
1: Highly recommend it. There we go. And I will say just judging by uh, the photos, perhaps the one that I would be most interested in checking out here of the lowest five least visited five if you will and the last one jamie uh with uh let's see a little under 10,200 visitors approximately of course out in northeastern oregon battle mountain forest state scenic corridor east of lagrand uh down 49 percent year over year uh i can admittedly say jamie i know zero things about the battle mountain forest state scenic corridor here
0: you know, it always appears on these least popular parks lists and I have not made it, made it out there myself to check it out. This is a really close <laughs> to the Ukiah Dale, uh, forest state scenic corridor. Um, right off 395, is just a little bit farther north of there. Um, so again, if you're like, say in Pendleton, head south on 395 and you will see this little park with picnic tables. Um, you know, there appears to be an old stone, um, chimney or fireplace of some kind there. Uh I'm just going off at of images that I'm seeing on the internet. <laughs> um it's a good spot to pull off and have lunch and say, "Hey, I was there at the least visited state park in Oregon."
1: Give it um, some love, you that's know. That's right. Uh, give it some love. Go if there's one of those little uh you know, black strips across the roadway that's counting visitors, counting incoming cars, go like go over it like seven or eight times uh just to give it some love, you know. Uh no, that's a bad thing to do and I shouldn't recommend it. Maybe it's not bad. I don't know. Uh, do what you want, people. But the Battle Mountain Forest State Scenic Corridor is out there for you to go visit. But, Jamie, I, I guess none of these uh, – Manhattan Beach is somewhat surprising. Uh, but none of these are particularly surprising. But there are some others from the bottom 20 that kind of, I don't know, caught my
0: eye. Yeah. I mean, again, because this is a weird year. Um, we kind of had some weird ones in there. The big one for me is Saddle Mountain,
1: yeah, um, which is a
0: hugely popular spot, but that was another one that was closed for a long period of time. So uh, all of these, these ones that are surprising are almost always going to be the result of that, um, situation. Sumter Dredge is another one. This Mm -hmm. is a a cool gold dredge, um, historic gold dredge out there in Eastern Oregon. That is something that is like you, you go and you take tours of it and those tours were canceled. Um, just started to back up this past summer of 2021. Um, and another Oregon coast spot Beachside, just um, shows you again that there were all these co-spots they could not manage during the pandemic when they were understaffed and some of them closed and ended up on this list. Again, I would expect none of these to appear in this list again next year.
1: You've got it, Jamie. Well, we are going to take a short break, but when we return, we are going to talk the five most popular Oregon State Parks of 2020. All right folks, we are back talking about Oregon's least and most popular state park sites of 2020. And Jamie, we are on to uh what I would think for me is the more uh exciting half of the list here, uh the top 5. And uh Number five on that list, Jamie, the lovely Sunset Bay State
0: Park. Mm, Love Sunset Bay. Really nice spot just there outside of Coos Bay when you're kind of going down towards Charleston. There's that string of state parks. Mm -hmm. Sunset Bay, um, as the name suggests, great spot for sunsets. I've seen a couple there myself. Um, Highly recommend it for that purpose or just popping off the side of the road if you want a nice little scenic viewpoint.
1: Tons of goodness there, uh, Jamie and a little ways. Okay. A lot of ways up the coast is number four. (laughs) Uh, but one that I have visited, uh, a couple of times and very much enjoy Oswald West state park, uh, home to short sands beach, if you will.
0: Yeah. Oswald West, another just, I mean, classic Oregon spot. You got short sand, all, this, all the surfers there, Um, a bunch of really good hiking trails. I was just up there myself going to one of these little tucked away viewpoints there in the cliffs that you can find. Uh, really just lovely spot um between Manzanita and Cannon Beach. Of course, you know, everyone kind of knows about uh, Oswald West right now, but if you've not been there, go check
1: it out. Go check it out. Maybe do so. Uh, take a Monday off, or yes, uh, exactly, you know, go at a funky hour because it is a busy spot. But busy, as we've said so many times here on this show, for good reason. Uh, you know, absolutely Jim, gorgeous place to
0: be. Here's a fun tip for Oswald West for people right now: yeah. a good spot to park if you don't want to worry about the traffic jam and the surfer parking lot. If you park at the uh, Neakani Mountain Trailhead, just off the side of 101, because the Neakani Mountain Trail is closed at that trailhead, yeah. it is much less crowded than usual. So that's just one spot to check out if you're not finding any parking in those big parking lots there.
1: That is good to know. Uh, very good tip, Jamie. Uh, coming in number three, continuing our round of coastal properties here. Harris Beach State Recreation Site. A lovely spot coming in at uh, 86,273 approximate visitors in 2020.
0: Yeah, Harris Beach, another great spot there on the southern Oregon coast. Um, You know, just a really good spot for uh, low tide action. Check out some tide pools, some beautiful sea stacks for sunsets, good campground that's right there. Mm -hmm. Uh, definitely a really, really nice spot.
1: Mm -hmm. I was just at Harris beach for the first time. Uh, first time for me when I was in Southern Oregon on a peak Northwest video shoot, uh, referenced a little bit earlier in the episode here. And, uh, I was, uh, using a walking boot. I was not exactly the most mobile recovering from a broken fractured bone and some surgery, but I was very impressed. Uh, I can see why it's so popular was, uh, an easy favorite for me, uh, among, you know, the, the top Oregon coast sites I've been to, uh, would have very much enjoyed some frolicking in the surf and sand, but, uh, alas, that was not, uh, not in the cards for me at the time.
0: Coming in at number two on the list, we have uh, Yaquina Bay State Recreation Site. Um, and, and this is not uh, to be confused with Yaquina Head, um, mm-hmm. which is, of course, got the, the big famous lighthouse there. But this does have a lighthouse of its own. It looks more like a house with a lighthouse light on top of it. Uh, but I think this is uh, probably best known as a spot to get a really nice view of the bridge that goes over the bay right there at Newport. Um, So it's I think it's a lot of people just popping off for a quick viewpoint, maybe a quick photo. And for that reason, though, it's it's the number two most visited state park in Oregon last year. Um, Not totally surprised by this, but it is um, definitely one of these spots that everyone likes to stop off at.
1: Yep. Very much so, Jamie. And uh, number one on the list, uh, departing from the Oregon coast and heading the rogue valley jamie uh down there in southern oregon we're talking valley of the rogue state recreation area jamie you just did a whole story about the uh the wonders of the rogue valley and uh this is of course uh one of the most popular places in that lovely locale
0: Yeah, this is interesting. It is a a bit of a, a little bit of a misnomer. uh, And when we think of the Rogue River Valley, we tend to think of like the Rogue River Trail. Um, you know, that, that kind of that stuff that we talked about, the kayaking and the jet boats and the rafting. This is on the other side of Grants Pass. So it's still along the Rogue River. Um, and it's still like in a valley. Um, but if you wanted to check this out, you basically head to Grants Pass and head due east. And this is a state park that's just alongside of Interstate 5. It's not huge, but I think it's location there along Mm I-5. And it's, you know, got some beauty there for people who want to, you know, explore a little bit or maybe just get some good views or stretch their legs. Makes means that there's just going to be a ton of people who stop off and check it out.
1: Love it, Jamie. Uh, I will admit to being a little surprised on its inclusion at the top of the list ahead of, you know, ahead of uh, our Oregon coast uh kind of primo most well-known destinations. Mm-hmm. Um and personally thinking, okay, maybe you know, we'd have a Silver Falls, a Smith Rock, a Rooster Rock, uh, but none of those included in our top five here.
0: Those are all in the ones you mentioned in the top 20. Um of course just not quite that high. So I mean Smith Rock comes in at number 12 on this list. Mm-hmm. Silver Falls at number nine. And uh, Rooster Rock is actually a little bit lower on the list, coming in at number sixteen. So being the one sort of big gorge state park, I mean there's other state parks in the gorge, mm-hmm. but that one being um, so popular, especially for its uh, clothing optional beach, which brings people out there in droves every nice weekend in the spring and summer
1: jamie uh, i'm I'm just I'm looking through the list, so much good stuff, uh, so many beautiful places to visit. Uh any other surprises for you out there?
0: Yeah, one that I was really happy to see um is this park. I'm going to uh, make sure I try to get the uh pronunciation on it right. Ewetam Lycan State Park that is just out there at Walawa Lake. But this is like just a fun little option that's not on the lake itself, but it allows you to kind of walk and wind through some some grassy areas. There's some trees there. Um, it connects to um, old chief Joseph's grave site, which is right there as well. Um, a really cool little spot that just opened a, a pretty recently, just, an, just not too many years ago and seems to have really, really increased just in the last year. It, it had just a huge increase in visitors bringing it up to this point in the list. So, I mean, it was a, a 117% increase over the number of visitors in 2019. So I was super happy to see that one for sure.
1: Very much so, Jamie. That is good news and uh, happy to see folks out there enjoying that beautiful site. So uh, any last words before we wrap things up, my friend? You know, if you're going to try to use these lists as places to
0: find where there's not going to be any people, again – carry that caveat that 2020 yeah. was a weird year.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and also remember that, you know, some, sometimes the, the the parks that make the very bottom of this list will actually rebound and see a huge surge in people looking for this exact thing. I, I've been doing these lists for the last few years and this happens every time. The number one least popular park always becomes like the number 12 least popular park the next year because people see it and they go, Oh, I want to check that spot out. So, um, you know, obviously you're going to see fewer people, at Ukiah Dale, than you're going to see out at Harris Beach, um, but you know don't expect to find nobody there uh, necessarily. Or maybe you can. You know, it, it, it's going to end up being, uh, you know, an interesting experience regardless.
1: Well, I like that. That's part of the service of doing, uh, you know, this show, doing the list is to, uh, you know, help people spend their free time as best they possibly can. And just because something is the least popular state park property in the state of Oregon or one of the least popular does not mean by any means that you should skip it. Uh, Just Mm -hmm. because I haven't been to battle mountain Forest state scenic corridor doesn't mean it's something that you should just keep (laughs) on driving past. It means, uh, Hey, now that you've heard its name, proper noun name, know where it is in the state, maybe worth a stop by your next drive through. So Uh uh, anyway, I appreciate learning about these places and uh, maybe tucking them away for future reference. That's right. help helps spread the crowds out in some of these little visited parks. You'd love to hear it, Jamie. Well, folks, until next time here on the show, you can watch our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram at Peak Northwest and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel. Please leave us a rating or review if you enjoyed the show. And if you want to support this podcast and our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details, of course, at OregonLive.com slash pod support. This episode of the show was produced by me, Jim Ryan, alongside Jamie Hale and Andrew Thien.
0: Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, I leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen.